Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator Kyle Kedzik for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. dinner this is jeff and kelly uh we are continuing true crime movie month mm-hmm. here on popcorn for dinner this week's movie is i tanya a yes. uh, 2017 movie directed by craig gillespie 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 i'm looking <laughs> at it on wikipedia uh he made uh lars and the real girl as well okay i haven't seen it but i know of it yeah same boat yeah starring uh margot robbie mm-hmm believe is how you pronounce it mm-hmm. pretty sure i've i've been like super uh, hesitant about that kind of stuff ever since i learned that the the woman who plays wonder woman's last name is gadot oh not Godot. yeah i was like her name isn't gal Godot. a that name sounds amazing why mm-hmm. wouldn't you just go with it yeah and b really Godot? what yeah. it seems silly but so i was like i've been calling her margo this whole mm-hmm. time and it's like well there is a t mm-hmm. so i don't know but Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. uh, Sebastian Stan as well, uh, who plays Jeff Galuli. Mm-hmm. Most people know him from the the Marvel movies. Okay, he's uh, Bucky Barnes, the the Winter Soldier. So he's in a whole bunch of them, uh, and that's pretty much all that's most why, people know of him. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I didn't recognize him. Yeah, that's the only thing I know him from. And Allison Janney playing her mom. Uh, she was. I don't want to say like only saving grace as though I like hated this movie, but Mm -hmm. she was, she needed to be there for this movie to work at all. Like it needed to be her in that role, (laughs) which was essentially, I wrote in my notes, one of the first things in my notes, like regarding Mm -hmm. her mom and all that. I was like, this is literally, this is just, this is the female Fletcher from Whiplash. Oh, yeah. J.K. Simmons character. Mm -hmm. It's like pretty much the same thing. Mm -hmm. Just... It's her mom instead of instead <laughs> of a teacher. Yeah, instead yeah. of a teacher, but it's that like same vibe, mm-hmm. and it also won her best supporting. But she was actress, obviously. Yeah, which is pretty funny to me. I was like, oh, did she? I looked it up. <laughs> she did. That's awesome. Yeah, with it, and not to be like reductive about it either. Not to be like this is just that same thing. It was mm-hmm. just like that clear kind of archetype of character of like the yeah. hard ass mentor. Where you're like, do you really actually like this person? Or <laughs> is this kind of more torture than actual training? Or Yeah. But you're same so kind determined of, to make them perfect and make them a star. Yeah. And <laughs> the things that she does throughout the movie, the ridiculous shit. Like the, the moments with her really made the movie. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, overall, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of th- I do have quite a few sort of... Uh, constructive criticism i don't even know if it's constructive really but just a few more critical notes than than i have the last few movies 
in terms of like, uh, I don't know, but we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know anything about Tanya Harding before seeing this movie? I mean, I did a little bit. I had a vague knowledge of what had happened because uh-huh. at that time I was, what, like six to Five eight. or six. Yeah. 94 when the yeah. incident happened. So there was some like vague knowledge and then obvious ju- obviously like media since then. Mm-hmm. Like just all sorts know- of stuff. Yeah. References mm-hmm. Tanya Harding in in a not really a positive way mm-hmm. <laughs> if you hear if someone is being compared or something is being compared to that. It's uh, it's normally not a really good thing. Yeah. <laughs> um that's basically where I was with it. It's not like I did a whole bunch of like research into it mm-hmm. throughout my life. Like I must know more about Tonya Harding. <laughs> the real thing that I knew about it from was uh, Weird Al, the headline news song, the parody of that, like mm, okay. that song. <laughs> There's a verse that he does about the girl who wanted to be a figure skating champion and paid someone to club her in the kneecap and that kind of stuff. <laughs> so it's like I knew of, of the, the scenario that was mm-hmm. kind of where, <laughs> that was where most of my information came from was that song <laughs> so obviously that means i didn't really know much but it sort of goes to show i mean you know not to not to be like hey weird al mm-hmm. you, you're not you're not showing all the facts you know as a kid i kind of assumed that it was like 100 percent like she went to someone mm-hmm. and said club this woman in the knee mm-hmm. i thought that was the story yeah and so watching this that i did enjoy was them sort of going into exactly how that sort of yeah. went down even I mean exactly is kind of tough <laughs> especially considering the way the movie starts with the the little like captions about how like yeah you know this this script was built from wildly inconsistent interviews mm-hmm. <laughs> done mm-hmm. with Tanya Harding and Jeff Galuli so it's like who fucking knows what is what mm-hmm. you know and and the fact that throughout the movie there's little bits where they like turn to the camera and break the fourth wall and say like this actually happened Mm -hmm. so you're like wait a minute so then did the scene before actually happen yeah because you didn't give me that disclaimer that time (laughs) yeah (laughs) because then there were some pretty meaningful scenes too that it's like okay i guess uh, you know you have to narrow shit down when you make a movie about somebody's entire life yeah you know there's there's really no way to show every little thing so it's like you know you got to cram stuff in Mm -hmm. to like get the message across but like that scene when she confronts the the judge in his car about mm-hmm. why she's not getting the scores that she believes she should, and he just flat out tells her to her face that like you're not the face of figure skating that we want, mm-hmm. and it's like that probably didn't happen. You know, there probably wasn't a full on face to face admission from yeah from the like national ho- hockey, <laughs> you know, this hockey, the you know, national figure skating, whatever telling her that they're not giving her the scores you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like you can't do that that would be yeah. <laughs> it would be ridiculous you'd get fucking sued like or whatever would happen i don't know the actual legal proceedings but it's like you can't admit that you're not giving someone scores because you don't want them to have those scores <laughs> like yeah. that's not how that works so it's like she, because she's not pretty enough yeah it's like but that that definitely didn't happen so then but i will say this you know the, the whole plan of it is really what the movie should have been in my opinion mm-hmm. um not to say that i hated margot robbie and sebastian stan as those two characters of her and jeff galuli mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I understand that he was a big part of the incident <laughs> and all that shit that happened later. Yeah. But this movie starts and it kind of like, you know, it just sort of starts chugging along. Like, all right, here's this. Here's her as a tiny little kid. Here's her mom smoking on the ice yeah. <laughs> and talking shit. So you know exactly who she is. Mm -hmm. You know, you see her at such a young age skating. You know who Tanya is, you know, basically from birth. She was a skater, you know, so you, mm -hmm. you're getting those things out of the way real quick. Movie's kind of moving along. You know, it shows her growing up a little bit. Uh, I was not convinced about her playing a 15 year old <laughs> yeah. and throughout the whole movie, I had questions about her age mm -hmm. and there was a specific note that like, if you looked at my notes, it looks like I was interrupted mid thought because I was, I was <laughs> writing a note and then I heard a line while I was writing that made me just go like, what the fuck? It's cause it's later, late, late in the movie. Cause I'm going to forget to go back to this later. <laughs> But it's late, late, late in the movie and, uh, you know, the paparazzi and all that shit's going on, whatever. And her mom tells her that uh, that she looks young mm -hmm. and she says, Mom, I'm 23. And in my notes, I wrote, oh, hey, her mom's back. What the fuck? Tanya's supposed to be 23? <laughs> it's like, no fucking way. Like, they, it was yeah. like she, Margot Robbie is, you know, beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. Still, she does not look. 23 let alone 15 i don't care how much fake acne you put on her face <laughs> to make her look like a teenager yeah she is still clearly a grown adult yeah and sebastian stan like i looked into it and they met like so basically the scenes where they were meeting mm -hmm. she was 15 he was 17 so oh. looking at him and it's like come on not even a little mm -mm. and i was hoping the movie might like hang a fucking hat on like like you know lampshade hanging a little bit and make fun of it or talk about how old someone looks just mm -hmm. just to get it out of the way mm -hmm. to be like we understand we get it it's weird but it's just how we're doing it mm -hmm. but the movie kind of plays it like they're getting away with it yeah <laughs> and they're not mm -mm. but those scenes with her and Galuli just fucking stalled this movie right out of the gate yeah it was like here's this here's that she's skating she meets him they stand around a truck and talk for a while mm -hmm. and the, you know and it's just it it grinds everything to a halt mm -hmm. and i was just like i don't care about this if the movie's called i tanya i want to see her doing shit her making decisions her life and what mm -hmm. she's doing and so much of the first like half hour of the movie is about her basically like shacking up with him and him being terrible yeah according to her but then not terrible according to him mm -hmm. which was like that got confusing and tired as well about like flipping back and forth of like oh what was this was this what happened or was this what happened and it's mm -hmm. like well we're never gonna know and you're never gonna take a side yeah so what is the point of all this except to muddy the waters of the movie that we're currently watching? <laughs> like, I don't know what to think of her character where it's like, okay, is, is he the lunatic who beats her or is she the psycho who shoots a gun at him? Yeah. And it's like, okay, I guess you could just say like, well, they're both fucked up. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I guess so. But maybe both. Yeah. He beats her and she shot a gun at him. <laughs> but that makes it sound reasonable. Yeah. Like that's like the only reasonable moment of their relationship. <laughs> Um, all of that stuff, them playing so young when they're clearly not, <laughs> I was along with it enough, especially, like I said, because of Alice and Janney, yeah. she's so great in all the moments <laughs> that she gets. Um, 
I love the, that she had the bird sitting on her shoulder. Right. And then that was okay. That was actually something I really loved right at the end of the movie. Because for one, uh, I, I keep looking now for threads between movies that we're watching, mm-hmm. you know, like for specific months. Mm-hmm. So for one, right off the bat, this movie, you get talking heads as well, just like Bernie. A mm-hmm. uh, little different in that this is like the characters talking. Mm-hmm. And in Bernie, it was kind of like town gossip talking. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a different vibe. And then also was the footage or photographs of the real people at mm-hmm. the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. For one, the fact that it was like, no, yeah, she had that bird. Mm-hmm. That woman actually sat down for an interview and had her bird on her shoulder. Like, that's the person she was. That was not just a quirky little thing they did for the movie. Yeah. That was legit. And then also the fact that fucking Sean existed. That that was a real person. Yeah. And the things that he said were actual things that that man said. That was, okay. One of my biggest questions is, like, is that man legitimately insane like is there something wrong with him i'm assuming so i i literally wrote that exact same thing i just wrote like sean is insane and that's it it was just like this dude oh my god this was the part of the story that intrigued me so much and it was the stuff that i didn't know and i kind of i was i was bummed that the movie didn't run with it and I, i was and i was a little annoyed that it that the movie kind of like was annoyed with us mm-hmm. for wanting to hear about it you yeah. know, because when it gets to that point, they're like, oh, the incident. That's what you're all here for. The incident, the incident. And it's like, yes, yeah. that is exactly what I'm here for. I'm not here to watch fucking Tanya Harding and Jeff Galuli get all like googly eyed with each other. I don't fucking care about him. Mm-mm. Like, this is not <laughs> I Galuli. This is I Tanya. I want to see what she's doing. And I want to see her like, like, obviously, Galuli is going to be a part of it. But mm-hmm. just like, I want to see her. I don't give a fuck about their lives together before all of this happened because i'm pretty certain they're divorced when it happens yeah because they got divorced and then she like called him up and said that she doesn't think she can get to or win or whatever the olympics without him that's right that's right and so she goes back to him right after the divorce yeah which seemed crazy That, that that didn't seem explained at all there was a lot of things that didn't seem fully explained that kind of just bummed me out about the movie like you know a movie like this obviously you're gonna have questions afterwards because it's not gonna be able to have every single tiny little thing mm-hmm. but there were like big scenes in the movie where i was like where did this what where did this come from <laughs> that was one of them mm-hmm. when she was like there's no way i can make the olympics without you and i was like what, what? because she it, was trying to put a family together I, I, that was... I don't know i didn't get it i was just like he didn't really do anything while you were he didn't like help you train Mm-mm. or whatever. Like he might have been like a, a perfectly fine like husband at home. Again, depending on who you're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> that, like I said, it's hard to get a beat on these characters and who they are and what we should actually care about because they're lying about each other all the time. <laughs> um, but you know, it's like so he could have been like a perfectly nice person at home or whatever, or like just generally supportive. Mm-hmm. But it's like you divorce him, he comes back with a gun. And threatens to kill you or himself or whatever. Again, who knows if that scene actually happened. Mm -hmm. All of that shit goes on. And you need him to go to the Olympics? You didn't need him for shit. Yeah. And again, I guess, you know, it might sound shitty because it's like it's her. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like it's a person. It's not just a character written for a movie. It's like they clearly must have done something Mm -hmm. or gotten back together or whatever. And I also understand the whole like 
abuse thing where it's like you go back to the abuser even if you shouldn't or really don't want to or whatever Mm -hmm. so again i'm not like blaming her being like what a dumb bitch but it's more just like i don't understand why the movie didn't portray why he was so important to her really all i can think of is that like just before that like the scene before that she was talking with her mom in the diner Uh uh-huh and the scene before that was when she was told by someone on some committee or something mm-hmm. that, you know, they were looking for like the nice, happy family. And she said, you know, she doesn't have or she doesn't come from a nice, happy family. She doesn't have one. And yeah. so she said she can, you know, pull one out of her ass. Oh, uh, okay. okay. So she goes to her mom. Right. Essentially okay. say, it says that she never really loved Tanya. Yeah. I mean, who knows if she actually said it like that? Who or... knows? Who knows if she actually said it? Who knows if she meant it? Mm-hmm. Because of how much shit she she seemed to do, and apparently it was real enough. Again, mm-hmm. you know, at adapting the tactics that she may have used uh, to a movie style. Like, who knows if she actually paid a dude to walk over to her and start yelling shit mm-hmm. about how terrible she is? But like, that's the vibe that she would give off. You know, yeah. like she would do something like that. Mm-hmm. Who knows if she actually did? So, you know, telling her that she doesn't care about her, maybe that's, you know, just another play, you know, where it's like, I don't really have the whole, I'm going to actually care about Eugene in me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use that to make you better, mm-hmm. even if it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the other thing that they didn't really seem to explain, and I kind of had to look up, was what the fuck she was guilty of at the end of the day. Because they go to that court scene. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after sort of everything kind of unravels. Mm-hmm. And they they at least waited until after the Olympics. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then she gets sentenced to like probation and she gets banned from figure skating for life. Yeah. And I was sitting there like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Because based on the whole story, mm-hmm. which again, should have been the whole movie in my opinion, because <laughs> it was the moment that felt the most tense was that incident scene where the guy goes in to crack Nancy Kerrigan on the knee Mm -hmm. and in the background there's that subtle like clock ticking in the score so you're feeling like oh my god well geez you know Mm -hmm. like something's about to happen (laughs) the bomb's about to go off and then he fucking whacks her with it takes off starts feeling a little bit like a Coen Brothers movie with the two (laughs) bumbling criminals as he like leaps in the car and (laughs) drives off with his legs sticking out and shit which, again, I'm sure didn't happen that way. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine that's not how they got away. But based on it and how dumb everybody was involved, according to this movie, it's not outside the realm of possibility that they did that. Because yeah. everyone was clearly an idiot. <laughs> clearly. But, like, essentially, for this for this show to go over the movie, I just want to go through basically from from the scene when she learns about the death threat against her okay. through towards the end of the movie when that jail scene happens mm-hmm. to see if there's something I missed okay. in there that explains it. Cause I, I, I finally had to go and look up on Wikipedia what the fuck she got convicted for because I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't see what happened because she gets a death threat. Right. It's before not the Olympics, but the thing before that, I think something like that. I- Whatever the international was, something, yeah, who knows? One, it was before some major event. Yeah, and she gets uh, a death threat saying that if she skates, you know, someone's going to shoot her in the back or something like that. And the cops mm-hmm. are like, "Too big of an arena, we can't protect you." And it's super crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I don't recall who brings it up, 
but someone floats the idea, and maybe it was Sean, someone floats the idea that it was Kerrigan who like sort of orchestrated that. Or well, Galuli says that mm-hmm. to a certain extent. He says something along the lines of like, you know, these skaters fuck with each other all the time mm-hmm. to get them off their game. This is probably that. Yeah. So that that gets it in this group of idiots heads <laughs> that, you know, a death threat would be a a, a good tactic mm-hmm. to use against one of the other skaters, specifically Nancy Kerrigan. Mm-hmm. So it, it seems like it was all Galuli's idea. Yeah. Doesn't it? At least that's the way it was portrayed. It didn't seem like she asked for any of this. No. And then, yeah, he (laughs) figures that he's going to send death threats to Kerrigan when she's practicing or something. Mm -hmm. And he gets his buddy Sean involved, who is just a lunatic. And it didn't seem like they set up at all that he was supposed to be a bodyguard until he said it later. And I was like, oh, okay," because it really just seemed like you were hanging around all the time. (laughs) You know, it it seemed Mm -hmm. like a totally made up character. Yeah. All the way through the movie of like, here's this, this silly guy who says dumb things to make a scene go better, you know, make it funnier <laughs> or whatever. And I was like, there's no way this guy is real. And the fact that he is is insane. <laughs> but so he figures he's got some guys in Massachusetts because mm-hmm. that's where they have wrongly assumed Nancy Kerrigan is practicing. Did you catch that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I, I wasn't sure if that was from something I read or if it was actually in the movie, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> but that they they go to Massachusetts and it's the wrong place. She's actually practicing in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So the guy, well, craziest thing. All they want to do is send letters. Right. They but- want to send letters to her. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to do it from Portland where they are. Right. Because then the suspicion is on them. So they're going to have someone in Massachusetts mail it to her, to, mm-hmm. to Nancy Kerrigan. Mm-hmm. And then the movie just, it does not explain at all how it snowballed. Yeah. But then apparently Sean somehow gets it in his head that they need to send someone to fucking break her leg. Yeah. I don't know why Sean escalated that <laughs> so much. Because like, like it, it's really seemed like Jeff didn't understand why he escalated it either. Like Jeff yeah. was insistent that it was just letters. And that's why he was so pissed that they needed more money. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you're fucking with me. How could I how could I need to spend more than a thousand dollars to get someone to send letters like I, like I could understand a thousand dollars to do that because it's like, hey, it's kind of fucked up. And if it gets back to me, mm-hmm. you know, that's pretty shitty. So for the risk. Yeah. Give me that. And I'll mail the letters here from Massachusetts. But the idea of needing more money, it's like for for what? I think he mm-hmm. even says that. Like, for what? What could you possibly need yeah, that money for? They're letters. Yeah. And I wished it had gone a little more into how that plan came to be all sean says was like shit's already in motion yeah <laughs> or something like that like because jeff tried to like call it off then and he wanted his thousand dollars back yeah and, and and sean couldn't because shit was already in motion <laughs> yeah and it, it it it's like i i don't know why they would they would just gloss over all of that unless there's literally like no record of it you know and sean's never talked about it or Mm -hmm. there's no way to recreate it or something like that but it's like how how does it get from asking to get letters mailed Mm -hmm. to beating her and it's so many steps removed from her from tanya Mm -hmm. that you're like how is she involved with this at all how is this her problem well she knew about it 
Right. Later. Well, no, because she knew about the letters like early on because she got the address for the arena. Right. I'm talking about the actual like assault. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like that is, I I guess, I I don't know, maybe I'm just being naive (laughs) or something like that. But just like the idea of like even something as terrible as a death threat, not even saying that it's like, oh, it's just a little death threat. What are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. You know, but the idea of being of like somebody else floating an idea to you of like, should I do this thing? And you'd be like, yeah, I guess so. And even if you help out a little bit Mm -hmm. and then it goes through to somebody else and then three steps later, it has turned into something horrifying. Yeah. And then the, uh, the fact that it like comes back to you, I, yeah, I guess I, mean, I, I guess I just agreed with her when she started to have that like breakdown in oh, court I, about oh, just yeah. like this is totally unfair. You can't ban me from this for life. Yeah, that, for something that I legitimately did not know was happening. Yeah, you know, like, it's like there's a total difference between I, a death threat and a literal like assault. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree that that was like the the shittiest ruling. Like yeah, yeah, fine her. Give her jail time, community service, like all of that stuff. Even but, like a multi-year ban. Yeah. You know, like even yeah. doing like five years, which is like pretty devastating for someone who's, you know, it's like as you get older, it gets harder mm-hmm. to do. It's just yeah, naturally. Just, yeah. In your mid 20s then. Yeah. And then you and then five years it. off and having to come back. But it's like, yeah, at least there's the opportunity to come back. Yeah. But just being like, get out. It seemed like the way that the movie presented it, especially with all those people telling her like, you're not what we want. Mm-hmm. Really made it seem like it was like, well, this is our chance. Yeah. Get out, never come back. And who knows if that was at all in the minds of the people who did it. Yeah. But, or, yeah. well, not did it makes it sound <laughs> that much more horrible. But, like, the people who made the ruling. Was the judge paid off? But in that case, like, by who? The, the ice skating committee. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it the ice skating committee that made the ruling? Like, isn't it their ruling? Like, we have banned you. No, that was, that was like, because it seemed like that was like an actual, like, state or federal judge. Because he was giving other, like, there was like the community service and the fine sentence in with that. So he added in with that ruling, unless they just did that for the movie and it was two separate rulings. Yeah. I don't know. Seems weird, though, mm-hmm. that a judge would be able to just do that. It's like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. It's like, what if the association was like, no, 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 it's cool. And the judge was like, no, I have decreed it. You are banned. <laughs> like, wait, what? He's gone rogue. That was probably her best scene in the movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Not not even in, like, an insulting way, of like, because the rest of it was crap. But the rest of it was fine. Mm-hmm. That scene, she just really felt very, very human. That moment and one other quick little moment in her talking head. Uh, let me find it. She hits the the triple axle mm-hmm. and everything, which even I, I wrote here. I was like, even with as shaky as the movie's been so far, her hitting that triple axle feels good. Oh, you yeah. feel great for it. You're like, oh, oh yeah. fuck yeah, you fucking did yeah. it. You feel really good about that. <laughs> but she mentions in the talking head, she says, I was the best figure skater in the world at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she gets like a little choked up about it. And the line after that just made it so great for me was. Sorry, no one really asks me about this anymore. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's heartbreaking, oh. man. The fact that it's like uh, all anyone ever talks to you about is that shit that you didn't actually do. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't do. You like, didn't you ask got, for it to be done. You got wrapped up in it. Yeah. And that just sucks. And, I mean, it, even if it technically like originated 
with you in one way or another. It's like, it's just like, she was the greatest in the world mm -hmm. in that moment. And the fact that nobody talks to her about it anymore yeah, is just heartbreaking. I did say in, in my notes here that, you know, it's a shame that she got wrapped up with Jeff. Had she not gone back to him before the Olympics, mm -hmm. the rest of her life could have been different. <laughs> Truthfully, if just if someone could have just, just smothered Sean in his sleep <laughs> before he could wreak his terror on the world. Like, yeah. what a lunatic fucking character. Seriously, I had two I, different notes about his insanity. I love that, that, that interview where he's talking about his expertise on, like, anti-terrorist methods. And the mm -hmm. interviewer is just like, they... That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> we looked into it and that didn't happen. Yeah. It's like, no, it totally, no, it definitely happened. And then they showed essentially that footage in the credits. And I was like, oh my God, even that was real? Yeah. Holy shit. Because there's a there were a few things I, I went and looked up to see real versus not real, mm -hmm. certain things that happen. I couldn't believe that was one of them. Yeah. Um, one of them that unfortunately didn't happen, but apparently Tanya Harding loved it when she saw the movie was the suck my dick line to the judges. <laughs> She's like, I love that, and I wished I had said that. But she didn't. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that was pretty fantastic. I mean, Margot Robbie's really good mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing. I wrote that she had really good just attitude mm -hmm. throughout it. You know, the, 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 the side eyes and the eye rolling and the mm -hmm. all that kind of shit towards all the people who just bugged her yeah <laughs> all the all the super prissy judges and people at the at the like all the people at the competitions and stuff mm -hmm. she just did not like them and did not care yeah and she just she played it really well mm -hmm. i like that her first fur coat was squirrel oh, that was rabbit oh was it rabbit yeah they were shooting rabbits oh, okay but still yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of crazy as the story progressed you sort of realized that like Man, what a unfortunately cliche like redneck existence she had. Mm -hmm. You know, like growing up, dad leaves, mm -hmm. mom doesn't give a shit, poor, made fun of, doesn't fit in, marries the abusive guy, you know, shitty marriage, divorced mm -hmm. before 23, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. Just like, man, what a fucking bummer in terms of all of that talent. Mm -hmm. and uh and just being in such a shitty situation like you said like if she had not met Galuli, if she did not get involved with him who knows yeah if she could have just like just been the greatest still for a while or just be able to compete mm -hmm. for longer than she did <laughs> and i did write like early on like when she was fighting for her points that you know i was on her side like she outskated them she should get her points mm -hmm. like, come on I did find it interesting, though, like I, I wasn't sure considering the movie, you know, is built on these conflicting, you know, things. And there's that one judge who talks back to her about it, you know, when when she has that like weird like pink tutu thing that she made herself mm -hmm. and the judge kind of like mm, gives her a look about it like, oh, that's ugly. You, you, you get points for presentation, too, you know, mm -hmm. and that kind of shit. Um, but she says something that made me sort of think twice about it, considering the like unreliable narrator that Tanya Harding is for the movie, <laughs> you know, when she says like, do you ever think that maybe you're just not as good as you thought you were? And I was like, interesting point. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the movie, obviously she's going to tell us she was the best. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, true triple axel that did happen. That was not, you know, yeah. 
That is a thing. She was the first American to ever do it. Second woman ever to mm-hmm. ever pull it off. Like that's gigantic, obviously. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's like it's competition. I don't know exactly how these things are done, but it's like one great move. Does that equate to the best routine, the best, you know what I mean? I mean, so it's like, is, you definitely like, that technical do... move is great. Yeah, you definitely do get extra points for like originality and um, like technical difficulty. Mm-hmm. That's something that they judge. Um, like obviously the rest of the routine has to be like clean and like technically accurate. Mm. But it definitely does boost your like overall points typically to have something big like that. Mm-hmm. Right. I just it it just made me think, you know, like is it is it that she is a, like a, a victim of circumstance everywhere she goes or it's like she doesn't fit in at home she doesn't fit in at school she doesn't even fit in in the figure skating world mm-hmm. you know like oh sort of woe is her sort of thing or is it like or is this a sort of uh monster with an ego who you know what i mean like if it's to be believed uh, you know if galuli's side is to be believed or he's like i'm actually a very meek person who wouldn't do any of those things she said mm-hmm. and she shot guns at me and all the, all of a sudden it's painting a very different picture of her mm-hmm. you know and obviously the movie like i said before you know the movie's not going to take a side because it's it, you know it's these types of movies don't want to really yeah. ever they're just like oh here you go make a choice you mm-hmm. the viewer i mean in the end you you don't know you know it's like there's no way to really know yeah um I did enjoy the uh, whole rotary phone, like in the basement, wired phone <laughs> thing. <laughs> Yelling up to Sean's mom to dial it again. Mm-hmm. Mom, just dial it again. That was, it was that kind of shit that made me think that he was a totally fake character. It's like, mm-hmm. no way, no way this dude exists. I did also love uh, his one line. It's actually, sorry, I just realized I wrote it down. It's actually the line that made me think like, oh, man, I wrote Sean's a pretty great character. I'm sure he doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, but it, the line was like when he's telling Galuli about he's got a guy that can do something for them. Mm-hmm. And he says, shouldn't even be saying his name. Derek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Why? You just said you didn't need to. And also it was unnecessary. So it's like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah, and why did Jeff fall for his shit? Yeah. Like that says a lot about Jeff too. That True. he like went along with this maniac. Yeah, he's an idiot. Clear. I mean, it it really seemed like it was like these guys are could only be friends with each other yeah. and nobody else <laughs> ever in the world. And then Derek and what was it Shane? Uh, yeah, I believe those two fucking idiots. I did love that. Uh, I did love that Sean immediately gave Jeff up. When the mm-hmm. FBI came to talk to him and he, he like sits down and he starts going on and on about something like trying to distract them from whatever. And then they're just like, so, Sean, we just want to ask you. And he's like, Jeff did it <laughs> immediately <laughs> gives him up. But the thing that threw me was the very next scene when he calls Jeff to ask him to meet up. Mm-hmm. And he tells him to meet him at the whatever the name of the Mushu, whatever Chinese food place yeah. at midnight. And Jeff's like, I'm not meeting you at fucking midnight. And he's like, you just need to meet me there at midnight. And I was like, what kind of fucking Chinese restaurant is open at midnight? <laughs> really? Seriously, I need to know. 
Yeah. That's, Somebody tell me. Somebody that is the vital information. <laughs> I was just totally blown away. I was like, that that must be for the movie. What kind of fucking Chinese restaurant is open <laughs> at midnight? Unless Especially one as huge as that, that is like still operating as a restaurant. You know, it's like I could understand a place that has a big giant bar mm -hmm. being open at midnight where it's like the restaurant's closed, but the bar's open. Mm -hmm. But this seemed like a fully open Chinese food restaurant. That was weird. Maybe it was a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote into my notes. I was like, who's going to sell out who? Is it going to be Jeff selling out Tanya or is it going to be Tanya selling out Jeff? And then like two scenes later, it was like, okay, it's Tanya. She sells out Jeff. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Good. Should have seen it coming. <laughs> One of my favorite little, like, briefest of moments talking heads was uh, Alice and Janney. Well, my storyline is disappearing now. What the fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> that was great. It was those little moments with her that, that made it really worthwhile throughout it. Like, mm -hmm. I, I missed her when she didn't show up for a while. I was like, fucking mm -hmm. get back to fucking her mom. What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> like, we need more of Alice and Janney in this goddamn movie. I did write that she is the perfect actress to play a bitchy mom. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, I, I hope that she is like in real life, just a wonderful person. <laughs> I'm sure she is. Because <laughs> that just makes it all the better. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I think probably, you know, in the early going, it was a little rough in the movie of like, oh, okay, there's really... Nothing happening here that's really jumping out at me that makes this story any more interesting than anything else other than what I know it's eventually going to get to. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't know about this. And then her mom throws the knife in her arm. Oh, my God. And I was like, whoa, I hope that was real. Not because I want that to happen, mm -hmm. but because that moment was so great. It was like, oh, please don't be fabricated. Yeah. I have no idea if it is, but I hope it's not because yeah. that was just so fucking nutso. Mm -hmm. It was like, there it is. There's the shocking and memorable moment this movie needed mm -hmm. to like keep me going. Like a <laughs> knife in arm. Yeah. It's insane. Overall, I I wasn't a huge fan of the of how stylized this movie was. Yeah. Like the people in the middle of a scene turning and finishing a sentence that the voiceover started. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just like, that seems completely unnecessary. Yeah. And I don't know what it's uh, trying to accomplish by like bridging that gap between the narration and the scenes that we're watching. Like, I don't know why you're doing it or what it matters. Yeah. Or I... what, what's going on here like that didn't quite like. Um, but the thing that really got to me, that I was just like, I don't know how you could do it better. I don't know if it's something to do with budget. I don't know. I I, I don't want to call it shoddy work because it's like I couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. But those skating special effects, mm. her face plastered onto that skater. Yeah was so unsettling and distracting mm -hmm. i could not like it, it it may have damaged my <laughs> ability to like judge how good of a skater they were trying to portray her to be <laughs> because i wasn't watching the skating at all my face i was i was completely fixated on that face and how off it looked every time she started moving the quick close-up shots where she's just sort of doing like the dancing on the ice mm -hmm. you could tell that, that was margot robbie and she was just doing it mm -hmm. And then she starts skating and it's like, oh, oh, my God. It's like someone wearing a Margot Robbie mask <laughs> on their head and skating around. It was so fucking weird. And I'm like, I don't know how much better you can do it, but 
It's not like that. That was I I I, I can't imagine seeing test footage. You know what I mean? Of, of mm-hmm. just like anybody, just have a skater and then put her face on it. Let's see what it looks like. I can't imagine looking at it and being like, we should go this way. <laughs> you know, like to start the project, like maybe, maybe figure out a different way to film it. Maybe just film a skater skating and just accept it if it kind of doesn't look like her. Like, yeah. have, I don't know, have dude. Have a stunt skater. Yeah, really. Because it was so distracting. Yeah. And it looked really bad. Like, there's, I just said I didn't want to say that, but I, there's no other way to put it. It was really <laughs> bad. I hate the phrase, it pulled me out of the movie. It's the mm-hmm. lamest fucking phrase you ever hear. It's just like, watch a fucking movie. Just mm-hmm. watch it. Don't. I was pulled up. My immersion was totally <laughs> broken because of this dumb little thing. But it just it 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 just bugged me. Like I was mm-hmm. still along for the ride for the most part, but I was just like, these scenes are bad and need to be better. It's a shame that we saw those differently. Oh, because the skating was amazing. I was maybe not amazing. That might be <laughs> like way overstretching, but uh-huh. it was really good skating like it was Mm -hmm. clearly a professional who knew what she was doing and could execute the moves Mm -hmm. it's a shame i mean i liked that footage of her of the real her at the very end of the movie pulling off a couple of great moves Mm -hmm. that was great to see like oh (laughs) fuck yeah there we go there's a real human's face on her (laughs) i'm sorry man it just it it got to me man i couldn't take it (laughs) looks there was one really bad one like the fact that i have that note several times in my note it wasn't just like oh this one looks pretty bad it was like first skating scene i was like "Ooh, that looks a little rough mm-hmm. and the second one i was like not getting any better and then the third one there was one where it, like it came up from below mm-hmm. and it was like fairly close to her mm-hmm. but in the shot the skater kept skating so you knew it couldn't actually be her you know what mm-hmm. i mean it seemed like they were just in a real shitty place where it was like oh, in the shot, she comes right up to the camera, but then skates away. So we have to put a fake face on her for when she gets really close. But then it's really obvious that it's a fake <laughs> face on this woman. Like it, it did not go for me. Yeah, I was a little. I mean, there were some moments I did note the like obvious like green screen arena. Mm-hmm. Like really, yeah, you couldn't get an arena, and I guess you know doing fake face and all that. It's easier to yeah, just what's the fucking do? Who cares? Fake it all I at guess. that point. I mean, also you just got just every time it comes down to putting a green screen background, it just comes down to money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like how much will it cost to fill an arena versus how much will it cost to throw a fucking green thing up mm-hmm. and digitally put a crowd back there? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how else you could do it though, honestly, without being like. Margot Robbie, I'm going to need you to learn how to do a triple axel. <laughs> you just I mean, real quick pull that out of your ass. <laughs> even if she learned how to do just like some of the more simple things. And I mean, then just like, so then it was just like, okay, this one instance where she does a triple axel, it's not actually Margot Robbie. It's some professional skater with Margot Robbie's face. But then the rest of it. Well, I is, mean, again, though, is it comes down to money. Yeah. Is that. Uh, you want to put her in that situation where she does a trick and breaks her ankle and can't shoot. For weeks yeah. and weeks you know it's like there's stuff that you just can't do mm-hmm. for one reason or another but like Damn. it was 2017 man it, it had to have been budgetary yeah because like i can't imagine it not <laughs> i can't imagine it not being just like we fucking we just didn't have any money left yeah. to do it because oof 
overall, I will say that I I I enjoyed it for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, like it definitely was not bad. It was not something that I would tell people to not watch. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure that most people will be able to look past the face thing more <laughs> so than I will. And just pay attention to the actual skating. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to look her directly in the face. <laughs> And, you know, the supporting cast was all great. Like, the dude who played Sean was hysterical. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan as Galuli was really good. He was really good, like, overall. Mm-hmm. Just being that terrible man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Margaret Robbie, Allison Janney. I can't even really remember any of the, like, supporting characters anymore. I don't know who they were. I think there was the lady who, or one of her coaches yeah, that she was... throws the skates at and then comes back later. The other guys who actually pulled off the attack on Kerrigan and all that mm-hmm. they were all fine Kerrigan Kerrigan yeah and overall it, it was definitely a story that I wanted to know more about yeah. so that that probably helps mm-hmm. like in terms of enjoying it I don't know if someone doesn't care about that <laughs> they might not like it as much yeah I do wish there had just been a little bit more on the incident like like, don't give me shit movie about <laughs> wanting to know about the thing that happened. But, you know that's why we're here. You don't have to mention it. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess thinking back on it, though, it's like seeing her, you know, training and her life all the way up to it. Obviously, if the movie was only about that incident, then it would be kind of shitty. And it would kind of feel like that line that she has about, like, people don't, people never ask me about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, we're just going to skip over that part where you were a champion and you were the best skater. We're just going to get to that shit. Yeah. And it's like, uh, okay, maybe it's a little exploitative, but at the same time, maybe, you know, do flashbacks and stuff, but make that the crux of the movie. Yeah. And not just like a quick little thing that happens. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's, that was, there's so much unexplained about <laughs> how that shit spiraled so far out of control. I think that was my main complaint. Like, I love, true crime shit and i love how ridiculous plans happen and spiral out of control and how (laughs) they wind up caught and all that and it really kind of felt a little glossed over Mm -hmm. in the sense that like so many of the details were missing from it that i was just like but how did it get from this to that you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that's the best part about these kinds of stories is that that one little stupid fucking thing that you thought wasn't important enough to to like square away that somehow unravels the whole thing. I'd have to say that, like, I'm pretty much in the same boat that, you know, I was intrigued by it because, you know, it had happened when I was, when we were so young mm-hmm. that, like, I vaguely remembered it, kind of knew about it, knew the names of Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan, knee mm-hmm. bashed in, that was the extent. So I was intrigued by the story and definitely glad that, you know, we watched it and I at least got to learn a little bit more about it. Mm. Um, My disappointment probably stems from the fact that like uh, choosing it for a true crime month, mm-hmm. it, it's like technically, yeah, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the it's a biopic about Tanya Harding of which the crime is only a piece of it. Yeah. So it's like, in my view, is like, this true crime movie is taking a long time to get to this crime. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's kind of only a part of the story. It's like, yeah, but that's what I wanted. Like, yeah. That was what I was looking forward to. I wanted that to mm-hmm. be the movie. And then it was like, eh, well, you got a biopic instead. Yeah. Oh, well. There's always next week. Yeah. Hopefully uh, the rest of the month will be a little more 
crime intensive. Yeah. <laughs> we need some more crime in these crime movies. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up here for Popcorn for Dinner this week. This is Jeff. And Kelly. And that's the fucking truth. 